Defending Liberty, one hour at a time, and broadcasting live from the RWB Network Studios in New York City, this is the Rhino Report. Always right. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Uh, I've now been in 57 states. I think one left to go. We are going to raise taxes on the middle class. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. You are very rude. We are going to make America great again. USA! 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 Fellow Americans, let's roll. And now, here's your host, the Rhino. The new sheriff now. Hello, hello, hello. I am the Rhino, and this is my report. Today, Wednesday, March 1st. 2017 and we are coming to you from the rwb network studios here in new york and distributed by crn digital talk radio they say those who can't play coach and those who can't coach sit about 10 rows back in the stands yelling helpful hints to the players like run faster hit the ball harder and of course tackle him However, for those who don't even want to leave their comfort of their couch yet still want to enjoy the thrill of the game, they turn to fantasy sports. Since I'd rather play a sport instead of sitting in front of a computer all day, uh, that has never really appealed to me. But for some people out there, vicarious athletic competition is a big deal. With the exception of losing a few dollars, most of them think they can never really get hurt by it. That is unless you play for an NCAA sports team. Two University of Richmond baseball players were suspended from the team because they both had fantasy football teams, an apparent violation of NCAA rules. So let me get this straight. A college quarterback accused of rape can keep their spot on the team and then get drafted into the NFL, but two baseball players who play fantasy sports are forced to ride the pine? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's get to today's headlines. First, President Trump's address to the joint session of Congress may go down in history as the turning point of his young presidency. But while Democrats look shell-shocked after the address, what he said should come as no surprise to them, as he's been saying it all along. Also, while Sunday night brought us the glitz and glamour of tailor-made expensive evening gowns, last night brought us a display of women dressed like they were expecting the Hale-Bopp Comet. We'll go over what they supposedly stood for and what they didn't. And mainstream media may have gotten smacked by a presidential-sized sandbag yesterday after hours of pre-speech coverage indicating a softening on immigration. Donald Trump roared back by using his voice. All that plus Rosie O'Donnell stops by D.C. for a cheeseburger or three. President Trump proves he's no narcissist and... There is a movement in France to elect Barack Obama as their president. Oh, man, things are getting out of control. All right, let's start this show off the same way we always do. Before we get too far with the salute to our country, with the Pledge of Allegiance, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We have a lot to get to today. It was a big night last night. We got to talk about all that. Plus, you have to check out rhinoreport.com. Rhinoreport.com. We have new articles up there. We put new videos up there. You can sign up for the newsletter there. Lots of cool stuff. And as always, you got to follow me on Twitter at rhino, R-Y-N-O, on air, at rhino on air, or email me, rhino, R-Y-N-O, at rwbnetwork.com. Do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hi, friends. This is Larry Manetti. Go to larrymanetti.com to get my book, Aloha Magnum. You'll read all about the wonderful guest stars like Carol Burnett, Elvis Presley, Frank Sinatra, and many, many more. There is an episode guide and my favorite recipes that I really cook at home. I will include a free signed photo with every book. Get Aloha Magnum at LarryManetti.com. Order now. Aloha. Trying to sell your old car? 
Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Call right now and receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-785-9618. Donate your car today. That's 1-800-785-9618. All right, guys, welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Rhino Report. Before we get too into the weeds here, we have to do our big shout-outs to everyone listening on Red Nation Rising Radio, Streaming Talk Radio, KLRN Radio, the Western Free Press Streaming Radio, as well as everybody on CRNTalk.com and all their affiliates. We have lots of people listening, or if you're checking us out on podcasts, we do that too. We post the show afterwards, a couple hours, got to give me a break, couple hours, and the show goes up on the podcast, iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, or iHeartRadio. I am, I'm going to, I'm going to admit this to you right now, I am a little distracted today, just a little bit. Some of you know why, most of you probably don't. Today is the, is the trade deadline for the playoffs so if you are a big hockey fan you're refreshing your twitter every five minutes checking out bob mckenzie and all the all the insiders to see who's going where and the big news was my islanders might get matt duchene from the avalanche i know you abs fans will be real happy to hear that but it seems to have cooled off and we have like less than an hour until the deadline is over so i may be a little distracted um our GM, Garth Snow, he's been here 11 years, and uh, he does nothing at the deadline, but for some reason, every year, uh, we always get excited about it. So, that's that. Also, shows like this, right, the day after something big, whether it be an election or a debate or a big speech, these are always a little hard to do. Um, for instance, when the when this address was over last night, this joint session of Congress, You go right to the big networks, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, the Alphabets, and they have everyone there, all the big experts, and they're breaking the whole thing down. It's like a a post-game show. So when you get to like 12 hours after it happened, you're really inside this echo chamber, and you want to try to be insightful. You want to try to give a point of view that really nobody's said yet, and that's always very, very hard. So I'm going to try not to repeat anybody, but I think what I can say, and I think what a lot of people are saying right now, is this was Donald Trump's best speech. And I know we say that a lot. We say that after his Phoenix speech he had, I think it was in August, and then he had a a speech a little bit after uh, the inauguration that was very good. But that just shows the maturity of someone like Donald Trump into this position where we can say here's a guy on June 15th of 2015 was a private citizen not a politician although he did make some waves here or there with the birther thing and I get all that but on June 16th of 2015 he became a different person he became that politician when he announced his running for the presidency. So I think we can see the maturation of him throughout the last couple of years. And some of you will say, no, he's still a sexist and a bigot and a xenophobe and all this stuff. I get that. Those are talking points. Those aren't going to go away. But he is getting better at this. He's starting to learn the game. And when you are in business, you have to be able to adapt very quickly. We've said this a lot of times. And that's what he's been doing. Imagine being thrust into the presidency, and I don't think he even expected it. I think if you look at the two venues that the two candidates had booked for November 8th, you have the Jacob Javits Center, which is a tremendous venue in New York City, and then you had like Bob's Hotel, which was where Donald Trump was, or the Peninsula, or whatever it was called. I forget the name of the hotel. And you can see the, the, the throngs of people inside the room waiting for Hillary. And then you saw perhaps maybe 100, 150 people uh, that were able to fit into that, that mess hall that Donald Trump had rented. You could tell he was not expecting to win. 
because if he was expecting to win, this would have been done in, in Trump Tower. It would have been uh, Mar-a-Lago. It would have been a much more grand facility, perhaps the golf club he owns in Westchester. Uh, again, a much more grand facility. And so he takes this win that I believe they didn't expect, and he transfers it. Here we are just a few months later, and he gives a speech equal if not better than any speech we have heard from any president. Forget State of the Union versus Joint Session. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. Ronald Reagan brought back the Joint Session because he wanted to speak to the people. He didn't want to go a year and a half without talking to them. It's the same thing, though. This was perhaps one of the best ones we've heard, and not because of the content of it, but because of the character that was there. Here was someone that people have been calling on to look presidential. And we saw the comments from Chris Wallace, he's finally the president now, and Van Jones, Van Jones, who categorically hates Donald Trump, called his election a white-lashing, also praised the speech as now here you have this presidential figure and now those in Congress on both sides I think felt a little smacked by this because up until this point Donald Trump was this was this cartoonish type character he was a caricature uh, he, he was a a uh, celebrity apprentice reality host whatever you want to call him some eccentric billionaire whatever you wanted to categorize him as that's what he was in your head but this changed everything this solidified him in his role not that oh Donald Trump's the president wow we have to get used to this now no it solidified him as his character as the president and I think that's one reason why you saw these Democrats they couldn't get out of that hall fast enough you would have thought there was a bomb scare in there they got out of there so fast they had to get in front of the TV cameras they had to try to spin what they just heard because you know what and this is really going to burn them, the overnight ratings are in. Yeah, the overnight ratings are in. Guess what this beat? It beat the Oscars. The Oscars got a 22.4 overnight Nielsen. This got a 28.2 overnight Nielsen rating. That's going to equate to about 40 million people. So more people tuned in, which once again, it shows the celebrities. Nobody really cares. That thing keeps going down and down and down. This generation, we don't care about that. People younger than me, the millennials, thank God I'm not a millennial, but they don't care about it. It's just not their thing. A lot of people tuned into this, and some people may have tuned in because perhaps they weren't really paying attention. Perhaps they they didn't want to believe mainstream media. Perhaps they, they were big supporters. Perhaps they wanted talking points if, if they were not big supporters. And what they got was they got a tremendous, well-practiced, well-rehearsed, well-delivered, very pointed speech from the President of the United States. And I think he did a really good job. If nothing else, his cadence, his diction, everything was right on. The applause lines were right on. Of course, we're all talking about uh, that moment when he stopped the speech and he, and, and, and he thanked Ryan Owens. Uh, widow, that was just a tremendous moment. I can't recall a moment in politics that ever had that impact. I know I've only been around a few generations or a few decades, but I can't remember a time where everybody watching that, if you didn't have just a little tear in your eye, you gotta go to the doctor to make sure you're still alive because that was very, very powerful. And uh, that came with a lot of criticism, too, of course. Owen's father, he, you know, wasn't real happy about this whole thing, how it went down. And we'll talk about that a little bit coming up. But we have the ratings. The ratings are in. They're really good for Trump. They're actually better than Obama's last seven State of the Unions. We have that, and uh, we have a lot of talk about this trillion-dollar infrastructure package. Where's the money coming from? We'll talk about that too when we come back. Guys, hang in there. You're listening to The Rhino Report. Hey guys, Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your healthcare has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. 
take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your health care. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. CRN listeners, when you come to Southern California, stop by a great restaurant, the Dresden Restaurant at 1760 North Vermont Avenue in Hollywood. Enjoy great entertainment, like the music of the legendary Marty and Elaine at the world-famous Dresden Restaurant. The Dresden was a location for the making of the movie Swingers. Now you can swing with stars Marty and Elaine. Plus, enjoy great food, too, like French onion soup, artichoke hearts, and many other great appetizers. Seafood? There's salmon, shrimp scampi, New Zealand orange roughy, halibut, Lake Superior whitefish, and specialties like veal marsala piccata and parmigiana. Plus, we've got a great roast rack of lamb, chicken piccata, and cordon bleu, and pasta dishes, too. Steaks? Filet. New York. Chateaubriand for two. Much more, too, including pork chops, prime rib of beef, and an incredibly extra large cut of prime rib. It's the Dresden Restaurant, open for lunch Monday through Saturday and dinner Monday through Sunday. Check us out at 1760 North Vermont Avenue or call 323-665-4294. The smartest way for you to get the lowest prices on your plane tickets, domestic or international, is to call SmartFares first or last, but you've got to call us before you book your plane tickets. Fly anywhere in the world, fly anywhere in the U.S., and SmartFares can save you up to 75% on your plane tickets. We have the lowest airline ticket prices on over 500 airlines, and you've got a great 12-hour free cancellation window. Plus, with our live agent help, you can always get fast help and fast answers. So on your next trip, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, how about right now? Pick up your phone and call SmartFares, plus save up to 75% on your plane reservation. So call right now. of the Rhino Report. We're talking about the speech. we got to talk about the speech. Everyone's talking about the speech. It's like the biggest echo chamber in the world, but we have to do it. We have to do it because it was Donald Trump's signature moment to this point. Now, something a lot of people aren't talking about is what happened before the speech. There were two very important things that happened before the speech. Number one, there was a meeting between the president, I guess a lunch with the president and some anchors off the big networks. And these things are largely hush-hush. They they refer to the president as a senior administration official, yeah, things like that. And it, it appeared that there was some indication in, during that lunch that, that the president was going to have this, uh, this softening on immigration. And then when the speech came around... They heard otherwise. They got played is what happened. You see, they come out saying all their sources, their senior administration sources, are saying that the president will come out with this softening on immigration. And then what happens is the president comes out and he's as hard on immigration as he ever was. Now he can go back and say, see, their sources are wrong. They got played. They got played again and again and again, and I love seeing it. It's so much fun to see it. But the other thing that happened before before the speech was uh, Rosie Odebag. She was... She was out there in D.C. I, I don't know who I mean, this. She was there with the uh, the ACLU, MoveOn.org. They were having this protest in the rain. I guess it looked like a couple of dozen people trying to figure out where the nearest Carl's Jr. was. It, it it didn't get too much attention, and really he made her look pretty stupid again. 
by delivering this really, really good address. She says, this is America. This is not yours. It's not a corporately owned. It's, it's of the people, by the people, and for the people. And we the people will not stand for it. Well, I don't think she owns a calculator because... Or has ever read the Constitution, for that matter, because the way we elect presidents, uh, we did. The, the, the people did. It was of, for, and by us. And his president was a his presidency was a product of that. Yeah. You know, she should really stick to what she's good at. And I'm not entirely sure what that is. I, I know over the it was two summers ago, I think her daughter ran away. I'd, I'd run away, too. I'd run away, too, if I was her daughter. She is just an unmitigated dumpster fire. But I thought the way the president started this speech off was good. See, this is the only time he's going to get that clean slate where he doesn't have to look back on his previous year and sort of tell you why he did certain things. He gets that clean slate and gets to say, everything's a mess, but I'm going to fix it. And I loved, I absolutely loved the 250-year reference because we went through eight years of Barack Obama telling us all about the things we've done wrong in the past. Here was that that forward, progressive, hope and change guy who kept looking backwards. I bet his car only had a bunch of mirrors in front of it so he could look behind him. He had, he had no forward sight whatsoever. And here's Donald Trump who's being labeled as as this, this anti-Semite and this, and this sexist and this big and this guy who's a throwback to the 40s when America was great. And he was talking about the future. He talked about nine years in advance. See, that's that's really that that's easy to look at. We can look eight or nine years in advance. We can say, okay, well, we can digest that. When someone tells you we have to think about our generations, 50, 60, 100 years from now, when we talk about climate change and the polar bears and the whole thing, people don't digest that. They don't care. They just it's so hard to fathom that. But when you talk about eight or nine years, people go, okay. In eight or nine years, I'll be 40, I'll be 50, I'll be 60. I'll see the change. People are tired for fighting things they can't see anymore. It was going on for years. We have You can't drive an SUV. You, 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 you can't use aerosol cans. If you use squeezy spray cheese, you are, you are the enemy of the environment. Because 300 years from now, our kids will have to live in Nebraska because all the oceans... They all rose up because of the Hummers and, and, and the Fords and, and the Chevys. People don't care about that. You tell them we can see a real tangible difference in eight or nine years, and people go, all right, that seems manageable. And that's what Donald Trump did so well. I love that he started off with, with talking about the 250-year celebration. And then what had happened... At the, at the actual centennial celebration. I, th- I thought it was an amazing way to start off this speech, and he carried the theme the entire way through. It made you see what we are actually capable of when we really look forward, instead of constantly looking backwards and trying to repair the past while we look to the future. So that was really good. I want to keep talking about this, plus a couple of little things he outlined that he has already done. He's been very, very busy, and what he plans to do this year. He's got a lot more planned. It's going to be a busy year, guys. It's going to be a busy show, so don't go anywhere. Hang in there. Experience a luxury boutique hotel escape in the heart of Laguna Beach, California, with the finest art gallery, shopping, dining, and nightlife just steps from your door. The heart of Laguna Beach, the edge of the sea. It's the Inn at Laguna Beach. Enjoy our comfortable rooms, blending the style of a timeless beach bungalow with the modern comforts of today. 70 newly appointed guest rooms and suites await you at the Inn at Laguna Beach. Then, relax at the rooftop bar, where you'll indulge in breathtaking views of the ocean. For dining, you'll find libations and local cuisine on the California coastline, including dining at the legendary Las Brisas, a Southern California landmark. The Inn at Laguna Beach, footsteps from Rome to village to sea, located in the heart of Laguna Beach. The Inn is within walking distance of all that Laguna Beach has to offer. No car required. The Inn at Laguna Beach, 211 North Coast Highway in Laguna Beach, California. Call 800-544-4479 or visit innatlagunabeach.com. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you could donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. 
Just call 1-800-785-9618. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you for calling, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to many exciting locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now, 1-800-785-9618. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher. Call now, 1-800-785-9618. That's 1-800-785-9618. Come to Angela's and Vinci's Restaurante in Fullerton, California for our sizzling party savings. Book your wedding event or reception, your birthday bash, or a special event of any kind and celebrate at Angelo's and Vinci's. Come to Angelo's and Vinci's and celebrate in one of our many festive banquet rooms. It's an incredible fun event you'll never forget. Food, music, and lots of fun. Call for the details and don't forget our daily lunch and dinners, plus our Sunday champagne brunch. Just $14.95. Minestrone soup, sausage and peppers, pastas, chicken dishes, salads, scones and muffins, plus so much more. A chocolate fondue fountain, zeppelins, cannolis, fresh fruit, champagne, and Junior will be waiting to make the omelet of your choice from our omelet bar. Angelo's and Vinci's has been voted on the Orange County Hot List as one of the top five Italian restaurants for the past six years. And don't forget our award-winning pizzas. Thin or thick, they're yummy. All at Angelo's and Vinci's Restaurante at 550 North Harbor Boulevard in Fullerton, California. Call 714-879-4022. 714-879-4022. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-989-1361. 800-989-1361. That's 800-989-1361. All right, guys, welcome back to this Wednesday edition of the Rhino Report. Check out all the old episodes, iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or rhinoreport.com. They're all right there. I loved how shell-shocked these Democrats looked yesterday. I mean, they couldn't, they were trying to pan the crowd to, to show you some uh, some signs of life. And you just didn't see any Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Keith Ellison, that big anti-Semite, uh, even Tom Perez, the other anti-Semite who now runs the DNC, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren. They couldn't, they all just looked like that they were stunned. They couldn't believe that they have been trashing this guy so hard and he came out and he made them look like absolute fools. But they should have known it was coming. Had they been listening this entire time, they would have known what he was all about. They would have seen this coming. They were stammering and stuttering during their their post-speech interviews. They had never really listened. They were too busy watching CNN. They were too busy watching MSNBC. That's where they were getting their news from. Or if they were watching one of his rallies, or perhaps one of their aides was watching their rally, they were looking for talking points, things that went against the party platform. They weren't listening, which is why they lost to begin with. They were in absolute shell shock they still are you know if you notice today these other news outlets the alphabet cnn all of them they're not really playing parts of the speech because the american public love the speech they got a great great rating we'll go over the poll there's a cnn poll cnn orc we'll talk about it in a few minutes that showed people love this speech they love the ideas they're really happy 
and that's why you're not going to see you'll see little tidbits here and there when they're when their democrat contributors want to make a talking point then they'll they'll play something that's the only time you're going to see it but trump came out and he talked about the hiring freeze he talked about about limiting regulations which again we said yesterday you know, the the congress hates that congress hates when donald trump goes right to the companies and says what do you guys need what what do we have to get rid of for you guys to be profitable because when you do that you take the lobbyists out of the equation and it's the lobbyists that fund all the extras and the fringe benefits for the congress people well we need this little thing taken out so the lobbyists go to work they pay them tons of money they fund their campaigns they hate that trump goes right to the companies and says we don't need a middleman we can do it he talks about the lifetime ban on white house officials lobbying on behalf of foreign governments he talks about the keystone pipeline dakota access this is not red meat this is common sense stuff and the american people saw that there's nothing red meat about this this is very 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 common sense stuff talking about renegotiating nafta starting to to get rid of the illegal criminal aliens the ones who are here committing crimes get them out first the ones who are hooked up with the cartels, the ones who've been deported six, seven, eight times who come back here and commit crimes. Again, common sense, not red meat. And the Democrats just never, ever listened. And then he talks about about infrastructure. And you think maybe the Democrats will stand up for this. Maybe they'll clap. They sat on their hands the entire night and don't think it went unnoticed. The American people saw that. They saw that here is a party unwilling to work together. Unwilling. We're a country founded on working together. That's how we succeed. And here was here was not even a half of the chamber because they don't even make up even close to half of Congress anymore. But sitting on their hands, unwilling to work together. And when Donald Trump talked about infrastructure, I thought maybe here was the here was the spot because they like this. Very secretly they like this. They might not like it so much anymore as the trade unions start to go more and more in favor of Trump. But deep down, they do like it. It is in their platform. Big infrastructure, big spending, big government. And they sat on their hands. He got something of a tepid response from the right. But the Democrats still sat on their hands. This is their platform. They don't even know what they stand for anymore. But let me break this down to a manageable number. Because I think this was one of the most poignant parts of the speech. And it's getting largely overlooked. He said, President Trump says, we spent six trillion dollars rebuilding the Middle East six trillion we've only put about a trillion dollars into our own country we could have built it two or three times over he said kind of jokingly if we had that money spent here let me put this down to a manageable number for you let's say you go out and you go to the bank and you want to renovate your house you take out a home equity loan for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars now your neighbor who gives you nothing but grief, his dog poops in your yard, you don't like each other, he doesn't want you near him, you don't want him near you, he says, you know what, why don't you give me 300000 to renovate my house? And you have to give him $300,000 out of the three fifty you took out to renovate his house, leaving only 50000 to do your house more manageable right think of that neighbor that just doesn't like you doesn't want you around doesn't believe in 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 having couth or, or being neighborly or helping you out when you need it and you took most of the money and gave it to them so you break it down to a more manageable number and it starts to make sense and i thought that was a very poignant part of the speech i i think it was really good i do i mean I, i'm not the only person saying that i know that uh, the, the, this women in white thing. I don't know what the hell they were doing. I'm not even sure. I heard three or four people talk about it. Each one of them gave a, a separate answer about women's rights or uh, equal pay for equal work. Or I don't know what. I don't know what they were talking about. They just can't get their message straight. Their heads are still spinning around. They had no messaging. They didn't even stand when Trump recognized uh, the wife of Navy SEAL Ryan Owens. They didn't even stand. Like, isn't that, that's pathetic. That's absolutely pathetic. You have now ranked yourself on the scale lower than whale turds when you cannot stand to salute somebody whose husband gave their life after 12 deployments fighting for this country. 
fighting for their ability to represent people. Didn't even stand. They are pathetic. They are pathetic excuses for human beings. That was very sad to see. But again, the world saw it. America saw it. Peoples knew that they weren't standing. The cameras tried not to show it, but there were enough clips. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. All right. When we come back, I want to talk about some of the parts of the Obamacare replacement that Trump talked about. It looks like he has the right idea. But do those in Congress agree with him? They cheered pretty heartily for this on the Republican side. But do they really agree with him? We have a lot more to get to today, guys. Hang in there. You're listening to The Rhino Report, part of the RWB Network. Hey guys, Ryan the Rhino DeSico here for my friends at Liberty HealthShare. If your healthcare has become a burden and you're worried about being stuck for another year, listen up because you do have options. Liberty HealthShare could be the solution to your problem. Open enrollment is here and this could be your chance to free yourself from insurance. Take this opportunity and join Liberty HealthShare. You can finally be in control and have freedom when it comes to your healthcare. Liberty HealthShare offers an entirely open network, which means you choose your own doctors and you choose your own hospitals. Liberty HealthShare offers freedom from insurance, meaning there are no related tax penalties. To find out how you can easily make the change, call Liberty HealthShare today at 855-585-4237 or visit their website at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. Do it today. Let me take just a moment or two, if I may, and talk about a great place to eat. That's right. For you folks anywhere in the eastern San Fernando Valley, drop in to Bob's Big Boys. That's right. In Sun Valley at 8274 Sunland Boulevard. Now, everybody remembers the name Bob's. They're getting bigger and bigger every day. And little old Bob carrying the hamburger in his checkered overalls is the same Bob that you remember from back through the years. And, of course, if you want to go in for a great lunch... Remember their classic burger, the original double-deck hamburger combination. Delicious 100% pure ground beef in two patties with American cheese, lettuce, and our famous big boy special sauce. The name is Bob, and I think when you go in, you'll say, by golly, I'm sure glad that I found this restaurant because it's good for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They've got all kinds of things, and all you have to do is remember. Bob's Big Boy in Sun Valley at 8274 Sunland Boulevard. It's a great place to eat. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. We're talking about last night's speech. you got to check out all the old episodes on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, Podbean, or iHeartRadio. So the one thing that got a louder applause than Donald Trump saying he's going to spur the economy with with infrastructure to create more jobs. And that was the whole goal. He came out and he talked about SoftBank and Ford and GM and Fiat Chrysler and how they're investing money in creating jobs. That got a big resounding applause. The, only, the one thing that got almost as big, with the exception of, of uh, Ryan Owen's uh, wife there, was when he said he's going to repeal and replace Obamacare. We have heard dribs and drabs about this. Maybe there's a full repeal. Maybe there's not. Maybe it's just this reworking. Well, he outlined five principles of what the new national health care system should look like. And it should include things like people with pre-existing conditions. And I thought one of the most important parts was that we make sure there's a stable transition for people who are currently enrolled in the healthcare exchange. Because if you're already getting healthcare, you can't rip it away. I've said it before, if one person, just one little person loses healthcare because of this repeal and replace, he will never hear the end of it. See, millions of Americans lost their healthcare coverage when Obamacare was enacted, and that made sort of news depending on where you were watching it. If one person, just one person, they will crucify him over it. So he has to make sure that if people have coverage now, they're able to keep coverage when there is a repeal and replace. Uh, he wants to expand tax credits, uh, health care savings accounts. 
uh, you know, make sure there's no plan forced on somebody by the government. We can all agree that's a good thing. Give state governors the resources and flexibility to deal with Medicaid. Uh, that's always a good thing. Bring down the, the high prices of drugs. That's very important. And he also kind of talked about some sort of reform that would protect patients and doctors uh, fr from high costs. And, you know, uh, George W. tried this, where he, he wanted regulation as uh, it's almost almost putting a price tag on different body parts. Like, where if you lost a finger, you got 80 grand. Or you know, he, he wanted to price tag things a little bit. And you start getting into that issue of a free market economy, and I'm not sure if that's going to play so well. But but to bring the cost of, of medication down, prescription drugs, that's a good thing. It makes it more affordable. And of course, he talked about being able to buy health insurance across state lines, which is a no-brainer why we can't do that already. The one thing that was conspicuously absent from his little plan he put forward, or what he wanted to see in the plan, was was the Cadillac insurance. People who get insurance until they're 26 years old under their parents as long as they're in school. Um, that was a little, that that was missing. That, that, that's a very popular part of Obamacare. I don't know if it was missing on purpose, or maybe they just forgot to put it in. I mean, that was a good speech. Yeah, that, that took a lot of reworking that speech. So, but it seems like people were pretty satisfied with what he said about health care. Uh, according to CNN ORC, 61% of the people who watched this speech agreed with his plans for health care. 70% say they agree with his plans to deal with terrorism. Taxes, 64% agree. Let's see, 72%, according to the CNN ORC poll, agree with uh, that we're that proposed policies will put us on the right direction. We haven't seen positive right direction numbers in, well, about eight years. That's about how long it's been. Overall, 57% of people who watched this speech said they had a very positive reaction to it. Very positive. 57%. He's going to see a bump in his approval numbers. There's no doubt about that. Not that he really needs it, but he's going to see it. Let's see, you say uh, 7 in 10 said Trump's po uh, proposed policies move the country in the right direction. We said that already. And uh, they feel more optimistic about uh, about where the country is going under Trump. Two-thirds says Commander-in-Chief has the right priorities for the U.S. This was 509 Americans that were polled just after the show, or after the speech. We did mention Van Jones. Van Jones is a guy very critical of Donald Trump. Very critical of Trump. Uh, the one who said this was a white lashing. The election was a white lashing. Well, he said, listen, Democrats better be scared because uh, here's President Trump. And uh, he knew. He could see it. Here's a guy who worked under the Obama administration. He was like the green energy czar or something like that. Uh, he knew the looks on those faces. He knew they were in big trouble. Uh, and that's why that's why he said that, because they are up against a very formidable force now. Uh, for If you were to take this speech and nothing else, Donald Trump got himself reelected in 2020. It's just that simple. That's how good it was. And you can imagine if he's been progressing to the point where he's gotten this good at this point. And I don't think we've lowered the bar at all. I think this was still a good speech. I know Britt Hume said, well, we lowered the bar a little bit. Well, Britt Hume's nuts. Uh, no, this was a good speech regardless, and if he keeps getting better and better and better, they are in serious, serious trouble. One of my favorite parts about this speech uh, wasn't even the speech itself. It was after the speech. After the speech, they handed this thing over to this Steve Bashir. He was the former governor of Kentucky, and he was doing the response. Uh, I don't know, what was he sitting in a Denny's or something? Yeah, people, they look like mannequins around him. Were they real? I think the one lady blinked like twice. Was that like a hostage video thing? Was she trying to tell us something? And then he talks about, he says, I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American. What the heck? Their bench is so thin. They have nobody on the bench. Who were they going to turn to? People are sick of hearing the rantings and ravings of someone like Elizabeth Warren. They know Nancy Pelosi always makes mistakes. They know Conyers can't even read. Who were they going to turn this over to? Chuck Schumer is driving this car off a cliff. They handed it over to a, to a governor, a former governor, who was replaced by a Republican. 
They're in big trouble, and if you're a Republican right now, you're loving every minute of it. We'll be right back. Hey there. Did you know that with a bachelor's degree, on average, you could make almost twice as much over a lifetime than a person with just a high school diploma? It's true. According to the 2012 U.S. Census Bureau, college grads with a bachelor's degree make almost twice as much as high school grads. Now, going back to school is easier than ever at Independence University. Log on and complete coursework from the park or the beach or even your couch watching the kids. And Independence University gives you the tools, a free tablet and laptop for undergrad students to use and keep when they graduate. That's right. Get a laptop so you can go to college from anywhere. Take the first step to a new career in business, information technology, healthcare, or graphic arts. Call to find the online degree program that's right for you. And you could be on your way to increasing your earning potential. 800-989-1361. 800-989-1361. That's 800-989-1361. Come to Angela's and Vinci's Restaurante in Fullerton, California for our sizzling party savings. Book your wedding event or reception, your birthday bash, or a special event of any kind and celebrate at Angelo's and Vinci's. Come to Angelo's and Vinci's and celebrate in one of our many festive banquet rooms. It's an incredible fun event you'll never forget. Food, music, and lots of fun. Call for the details and don't forget our daily lunch and dinners, plus our Sunday champagne brunch. Just $14.95. Minestrone soup, sausage and peppers, pastas, chicken dishes, salads, scones and muffins, plus so much more. A chocolate fondue fountain, Zeppelis, cannolis, fresh fruit, champagne, and Junior will be waiting to make the omelet of your choice from our omelet bar. Angelo's and Vinci's has been voted on the Orange County Hot List as one of the top five Italian restaurants for the past six years. And don't forget our award-winning pizzas. Thin or thick, they're yummy. All at Angelo's and Vinci's Restaurante at 550 North Harbor Boulevard in Fullerton, California. Call 714-879-4022. 714-879-4022. The smartest way for you to get the lowest prices on your plane tickets, domestic or international, is to call SmartFares first or last, but you've got to call us before you book your plane tickets. Fly anywhere in the world, fly anywhere in the U.S., and SmartFares can save you up to 75% on your plane tickets. We have the lowest airline ticket prices on over 500 airlines, and you've got a great 12-hour free cancellation window. Plus, with our live agent help, you can always get fast help and fast answers. So on your next trip, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, how about right now? Pick up your phone and call SmartFares, plus save up to 75% on your plane reservation. So call right now. Welcome back to this last segment of today's show. So, the Democrats march out former Kentucky Governor Steve Bashir to give the rebuttal speech. This thing was a disaster. I thought it was a hostage video. The lady in the background was blinking. The guy behind him wasn't moving. I don't know what the hell was going on. He starts talking about Obamacare. He's talking about health care an awful lot in this video. And why are they still defending this? It's because a lot of these strings are still being pulled by the namesake Barack Obama. Of course, that's who's pulling these strings. It's the only legacy for the footnote president. So they have to come out and they have to defend this thing, even though, according to his CNN poll, 61% of the people who watch that speech agree with Trump care and what Trump wants to do with health care in replacing and repealing Obamacare. So they bring this guy out. It was a total flop. I know it's a hard act to follow with all the stuff surrounding the the, the joint session or State of the Union, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they could have done better. That was terrible. They knew it was terrible. And then telling people, um, first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and, and Democrat and mostly American. What the heck does that even mean? <laughs> what a dope. What a dope. Um. Oh, this we can put to we can put to bed the idea that Donald Trump is a narcissist. You know, Vanity Fair had this article uh, back in November of 2015 that says therapists think Donald Trump is a narcissist. Well, in 2009, when Barack Obama uh, gave his joint speech uh, to the joint session of Congress, he mentioned himself 84 times 
Trump only made 53 references to himself, 60% less than Obama did. Talk about a narcissist. In 2010, when Obama did the State of the Union, he referred to himself 117 times. That's nuts. Donald Trump, on Tuesday night, used the word we, as in all of us together, not the little game you play with the handheld things, we, a hundred times, a hundred times. So we're seeing uh, we're seeing the Dow move over 21,000. Might close there today. That would, of course, be a record high. It's been a, a record short march between thousands, between uh, 20,000 and 21,000. It's like 40 days or uh, 24 days. I'm sorry, 24 days to go from 20,000 to 21,000. That is, uh, that's the largest, the shortest gap we've seen since uh, 1999, where we saw 10,000 to 11,000. So the markets are responding. They think interest rates are going to come up 70% chance that there'll be a hike in interest rates on either uh, March 14th or 15th. So people are starting. They like what they heard. They want to go out and spend money. They're confident. That's what drives the Dow Jones is confidence. All driven by confidence. I'll tell you who's not confident, though. The people of France. People of France are anything but confident now. They have like 12 people running for their president right now. And uh, nobody knows who they are. Of course you hear about Marine Le Pen. She's the, uh, the uh, on the right side, they're calling her far right. Far right in in France is like, is like an independent here. But she may win this thing. But there's a lot of people who aren't real happy with the other choices. And they have a petition to bring Barack Obama to France to have him run for their president. 42 people, 42,000 people. You couldn't get 42 people to sign it here. 42,000 people have signed this petition to have Barack Obama be the next president of France. Well, he's born in America, so we think. So we think. So he's not eligible. Uh, maybe if the Kenya petition pops up, though, maybe he'll run there. Who knows? Uh, a Obama spokesperson declined to comment. Like, why would they decline to comment on this? Just say he's not going to run for president of France. <laughs> I always figured he came from France. All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed today. A big thank you to all those serving our country at home and abroad. And a huge thank you to those in the law enforcement community. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for all the hard work. Please keep it up. And above all, please stay safe. God bless all of you. God bless all of your families. Have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, I'm the Rhino, and I'm out. <laughs>